0: What does it feel like to file with TaxSlayer and get your guaranteed maximum refund? It feels like the last level of a video game. Facing off against the final boss who stands between you and your refund.
1: All your refund is belong to me.
0: Using the power of TaxSlayer like a secret power-up he doesn't see coming. Only
1: the most tax confident can defeat me.
0: Throwing your laptop at his video game face and watching him crumble into a giant pile of shiny coin tax refunds.
2: Oh, not fair. You use
0: TaxSlayer. Save up to 80% when you file with TaxSlayer. Start for free.
2: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
3: Hey, and welcome to a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sean Humphrey will produce today. He's happy today. I didn't think his Cowboys would win last night. and not only won, they really dominated the game. And isn't it funny, what's, what's great about athletics to me, Dak Prescott looked awful the previous game he played. And last night, I mean, he wasn't flawless, but he was pretty darn good. I mean, it, it, that was a And it's the first road playoff win for the Cowboys in 30 years. So congratulations to them. Third Cowboys quarterback in the last 40 seasons to win a road playoff game. Think of that. With with, with the history of the Cowboys and, you know, third quarterback in history in the last 40 years to win a road playoff game. Pretty good. Even when you have a team that makes the playoffs, there are heads that roll. The Los Angeles Chargers fired their offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi, and their quarterbacks coach, Shane Day. Now, I get that the Chargers only scored three points in the second half, but they scored 30 points it isn't like, you know, they got beat, I don't know, 30-6. to six, But maybe they just think with Justin Herbert there that... Now, the problem with them was couldn't run the ball. 30th in the NFL. 86 yards, I'm sorry, 89 yards a game. Maybe that's why they think a change is needed. So, they're gone. Um... The Cleveland Browns are set to hire a familiar name, Jim Schwartz, as their new defensive coordinator. Uh, Joe Woods was fired last week. Remember, Schwartz, head coach of the Lions back in the day. Um, He was the—it's interesting how this works out. It's only been four years, five years now, since the Eagles won the Super Bowl, right? Right? You know who the defensive coordinator on that team was? Him. And the head coach is now the head coach of the Jaguars. That's how fast sometimes things can go awry. The Bucks. Obviously, today I'm going to ask you this. If you like Tom Brady, don't like Tom Brady, like the Bucks, don't like the Bucks, what do you think Tom Brady? should do should he just retire should he keep playing should he keep playing for the Bucks, or should he play somewhere else I will say this and, and maybe I'm going to try to get Jenna Lane back on here because she's c- covered the uh, Bucks all year long they had a lot of injuries but with all the talent they, had, they couldn't run the ball very well. And there are rumblings that offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich is going to be fired in Tampa. They had a lot of injuries, but I don't know. Something just didn't click right with them offensively for most of the year. In college, Naquan Wright is transferring to USF. The portal closes tomorrow, by the way, just so you know. Tomorrow. 20 former Gator players have now found homes through the portal. Today, I did a little uh, investigating. I called some coach friends of mine who are still coaching. And I asked them off the record, because they wouldn't go on the record to say this. I said, how crazy is it now for you to coach? And they both said, you don't even understand how crazy it is now. You don't know. Okay? He said, number one, he said, it it's it's hard enough to go and recruit but he said one of them said but because now players can transfer he said we we've lost 20 players from our roster 20 players how do you he said you can't you can't discipline them they'll go they'll leave he said it's really hard to coach now the other coach I talked to, echoed some of the same things. That not only are you looking at your the people you want, but then you have to manage your own roster so people don't tamper with it. Jim Harbaugh, you know what? I get it. Jim Harbaugh has finally at least turned the corner with Michigan. He's gotten them to elite status. But you know what? If you were a Michigan fan, I'd be so sick and tired of Harbaugh flirting with the NFL. Hey, you want to go coach? Go. You're replaceable. Everybody is. But apparently, he's going to come back for a ninth season. Then he's here's what I when coaches do this, I want to puke. He says, I love the relationships I have at Michigan coaches, staff, families, administration, President Santa Ono, and especially the players and their families. My heart is at the University of Michigan. What if your heart is at the University of Michigan? Then what in the hell are you doing? Flirting with the NFL. Your heart isn't at the University of Michigan. Just just don't even say something like that. It makes you look stupid. Doesn't it? My heart is with Michigan. Even though he interviewed with the Denver Broncos. My, My heart's with Michigan, but my wallet's in Denver. I wish coaches would just stop and think sometimes about what they say and how dumb it can be. Sometimes. And apparently Harbaugh called the Broncos just yesterday to tell them he was going to stay at Michigan. So, again, his heart's at Michigan. Every year he flirts with the NFL. Oh, well. Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus will join us today, talk a little college football. But in the meantime, we want to hear from you. 3928255. You can email S Russell at WRUF Daryl is here. Hi, Daryl. Daryl, go ahead. Okay. We're having phone issues, I guess. Is there anything there, Sean? Okay, is it okay? Well, we're gonna try it again, I guess. Let's see if we can fix it. Um, I hope so, because tomorrow on the show, Mike DiRocco is going to join us. D-Rock covers the Jags for ESPN.com as the Jaguars continue. They're the only Florida team left in the NFL playoffs. Thursday, Herm Edwards will join us to talk a little NFL. Sean Kelly here as well. We'll be talking to a Florida women's basketball player tomorrow as well. So uh, a lot of good guests coming your way, and we're trying to get more. Sometimes very difficult getting people. But that's just how it is. Okay, I don't know what is going on with the phone. Okay, but is, is there a caller there? Hi, who's this, please? Okay, we got to fix this. Something's not right. Um, all right, we'll take a break. 12 12, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. ESPN, 98 1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. No, on ESPN,
2: 98 1 FM, 850 AM,
4: Good afternoon. I'm Nathaniel Wilson. Gators men's basketball will travel to College Station to take on Texas A&M tomorrow. The Aggies are sitting in second place in the SEC with a record of 12 and five. Florida's record currently sits at 10 and seven, and they'll be looking to extend their current win streak to four. Gators baseball will begin the year ranked in the top 10. Florida baseball will open the 2023 campaign as the preseason number seven team in the country, as D1 baseball released its first set of top 25 rankings on Tuesday morning. In men's college basketball, Texas Tech is playing host to number 21 ranked Baylor tonight. Coverage of the game begins here at 845. Tonight is a busy night for local high school hoops. In girls basketball, Wildwood is taking on Trenton. And in boys basketball, Bell will play St. Francis. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nathaniel Wilson. ESPN
2: 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
5: Hi, this is Dr. Art Maury of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
6: Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's, up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in and I just I enjoy being around her and talking to her.
1: How
7: about Dr.
1: Art? Well I think the biggest thing is that that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because
8: With the NFL playoffs and NBA All-Star Weekend upon us, it's time to upgrade your home entertainment with help from Electronics World. Hi, this is Tom Collette.
1: At Electronics World, we can get you into a new Sony 4K big screen TV or design and install a home theater room for less than you might think. We'll put you right in the middle of the
8: action for every score. Come see for yourself. Visit our showroom at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at ElectronicsWorld.net. Dave Lays Automotive.
3: Get the bugs out of your car. Where are you heading this year? No matter where your travels may take you, you want to get there safely and securely. And that means knowing your vehicle is up for the challenge. Hi, Steve Russell here. Don't roll the dice with the chain stores, take your vehicle to the same place I do. Dave Mays Automotive. People in the area have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since they opened their doors way back in 1975. Imports, domestics, diesel, fleet service, they can handle anything from engines, AC and heating, transmissions, tires, brake service, and more. And don't forget about their famous bug check. They go over your entire car, making sure there's no nasty surprises waiting for you. Dave Mays Automotive is at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunnys on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out.
9: Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your
2: car. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more Sports Scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
3: Okay, we have our phone issues fixed, which is good, because I have a guest coming on that I really want to talk to. He covers college football for Pro Football Focus. Ben Brown now joins us. Ben, uh, I'm going to try to ask some things. First of all, thanks for doing this. I'm going to try to ask some things from the 50,000-foot range here. A lot's been made. I've talked to coaches who are just going crazy trying to figure out NIL and transfers and all, all of that. And I think the sport is in as much flux as it's been in years. First of all, do you agree with that assessment?
8: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think, especially at the college level, like the 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 game has changed in a lot of ways, right? Obviously, the transfer portal rules, you know, very dramatically, I would say, change the outlook of a team from a you know a season to season basis. It also allows teams to, you know, in in a lot of ways, I would say, grab holes and fill things that very much wasn't going to be a consideration in prior years at the college football level. So, I I think that definitely has changed things. And kind of like you said, like NIL has probably in a lot of ways opened the door for, um, you know, some schools that maybe wouldn't be thought of as kind of like blue blood type programs to really be able to, in some ways, level the playing field if they do have a lot of backing from the boosters perspective, but it's a completely new day in college football. And I think that that also is going to drive home the point where, you know, the, the previous coaches that were potentially successful may need to either change their approach or might not be successful in this new current day and age because things have changed so dramatically in, in such a short time period.
3: Georgia has repeated, and there are a lot of people, Ben, that think they're in line to win again. Are you one of those?
8: I think so. I mean, I, they they very much have, you know, the, the pipeline in place, I would say, to once again be, you know, the best defense in college football, you know, Kirby Smart is, does seem like a guy that is very much kind of, you know, a- adapted to the changing landscape that we just talked about, and I think that they are going to be, you know, parent- parentally sitting kind of atop this, uh, you know, SEC uh, division and conference. So I do think that there's, you know, reason for them and why they should be listed as kind of the odds-on favorite um, to win the national championship once again. Obviously, you know, continually being excellent is really difficult, especially if, you know, guys continue to leave and go to the NFL, especially if you're replacing, you know, the key contributors along that team. But they very much have the pipeline in place to actually do that. So uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they get there at the end, but I also understand the difficulties in continuously being the top dog and having everyone else kind of pick at you and and consistently play kind of their best game of the season against you. So uh, a slip-up might happen, but, you know, right now with current projections, uh, I, I very much agree with them being the favorites to win the national championship once again.
3: You know, it, it, it's hard for me to fathom this that some think that Nick Saban is slipping, even though, you know, Alabama had dub, double digit wins again, but they do let their defensive coordinator go. And Alabama this year was certainly sloppy, you know, a lot of penalties and things like that. Where do you, and, but they had the great recruiting class. Where do you see Bama?
8: Yeah, I mean, I I do still think they're probably a tier below, um, you know, a a team like Georgia, and it does seem like, you know, teams like LSU, maybe even Florida can potentially kind of close that gap a little bit. But I I still think they're very much probably the second-best team in the SEC kind of heading into the 2023 season. Like you said, really strong recruiting class. Uh, I I think the question, of course, is, you know, what they're going to do at the quarterback position without Bryce Young in the fold, and then, you know, kind of, can they get back to having these, the, the, the almost like the glory days of the wide receiver position and, and really kind of have that be? you know, the, the position that kind of separates them from every other team. Because I don't know if they necessarily have the playmakers that they've had in years past. And I think that's maybe the reason why, you know, the, the gap between Alabama and, and some of these other teams in the SEC is very much closing and could potentially even close a little bit more, uh, you know, in the 2023 season. So uh, although there's reason for optimism in Tuscaloosa, you know, I, I think there's probably more valid reasons for why, you know, they could very much end up on the outside looking in once again in the college football playoff picture.
3: Ben, you're you're talking to a Gainesville audience here. What do you see with Florida?
8: Yeah, I mean it, it is it's interesting because it seems like Billy Napier, in a lot of ways, you know, it isn't necessarily embracing the transfer portal like a lot of other coaches are. I do think that you know overall like it, it very much is probably a loss from that perspective from Florida. Uh, they they very much have to kind of figure out the quarterback position, but I, I think with a strong recruiting class and maybe, you know, a, a little bit of a shift from Billy Napier to kind of try to build through that recruiting class as opposed to focusing so much on the transfer portal could pay dividends long-term. But it, to me, it still seems like, you know, without the quarterback position resolved, they might still be, you know, a, another year away. Of course they do have, Uh, You know, the younger brother, Etn at the running back position, very dynamic, maybe one of the most dynamic running backs in football. So if they can rely on him, I do think they can kind of win a lot of close games. But I'd really like to know where they are going with the quarterback position, I would say, before really, I would say, buying into them as potentially being, you know, a a candidate to sit atop the SEC when it's all said and done.
3: Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, joining us here talking college football. Ben, is there in your... uh, Crystal Ball. I mean, TCU came out of nowhere. And to a lesser extent, Tulane kind of came out of nowhere. Is there a team that, in your view, could be a team like that next year?
8: Yeah, I, I, I liked, I consistently kind of like the teams you know, out of the pack. So obviously, you know, Colorado is going to get a ton of love given what they've done with the transfer portal, getting, you know, Deion Sanders, the hype building them. Uh, But I I don't know. I think the Pac-12 specifically is getting strong. Obviously, USC is very much going to be a contender with Caleb Williams as well, probably the most dynamic player in college football. So I I think if they can kind of figure it out defensively, they're obviously going to be very much in the running. But I think a more under-the-radar team that I would be very excited about is a team like Utah coming out of the Pac-12. Obviously, you know, a couple years prior would have been a much better scenario for them to come out of it, especially given – how much USC has improved? How much a team like Colorado has improved? But I, I kind of like the foundation they have built. I like Cameron Rising as a quarterback. I do think that they have enough playmakers along the out, out, outside. I do think they have enough defensively to potentially challenge. So if I was going to choose a team to kind of have, you know, this, this rise where you would probably project them to finish close to the middle of the pack in the conference and end up in the, you know, the, the national championship game. I, I do think it would probably be a team like Utah that kind of has that veteran presence at quarterback and still is very much going to have the weapons in place. I, I would say to kind of deliver on that. So I, I like Utah. Uh, that would probably be my sneaky team. I'm trying to think of a few others. I don't know. I, I, I would be, you know, kind of surprised if we see another Big 12 team kind of emerge in, the, in a similar fashion to what TCU did in this spot. So. Uh, and, and, of course, like the Big Ten and the SEC are so dominated by the teams at the top that it's really hard to see, you know, a, a team close to the middle of the pack in that conference potentially make that significant jump in only one season. So I, I got to think the focus has to be on the Pac-12, and I think that the prime candidate in that scenario uh, probably has to be out say, Utah, from my perspective.
3: And that's the team that Florida opens with next year uh, on the yeah. road. Final <laughs> question. Um, obviously, Deion Sanders is the hire that's the most hyped. Are there any other hires that you like uh, for 23 in college football?
8: Yeah, there's – it is, you know, it is interesting. Of course, Deion Sanders, like you said, has gotten basically all all the love or whatever. Um, you know, and I do think, you know, like a guy like Zach Arnett, what he's going to do kind of replacing Mike Leach is also going to be a pretty – you know, it's going to be an interesting decision for how they actually perform and, you know, specifically in the SEC. So I'm, I'm curious to how that's going to play out. Um, you know, Ryan Walters as well going into Purdue, like those, those are scenarios that like maybe things could turn over. But uh, I think a lot of these programs outside of DM Sanders are very much, I would say, probably going to be, you know, a, a year or two away, I would say, before really making or, or taking hold, I would say, from those
3: positions. Ben I always appreciates your uh, your time. Where can people see your work?
8: Yeah, so you can follow me at PFF underscore Ben Brown. Uh, check out PFF.com. We have a lot of, you know, uh, you know, turnover type content for the college football fans, a lot of NFL content coming up as well. Of course, we're gonna have, you know, a, a ton of information on the draft and free agency and everything else. So make sure you tune into PFF.com. We're gonna have a lot of uh, a lot of insight and analysis for every football fan.
3: All right, man. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate your time. Thank you. You got it. Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus. Uh, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus is going to join us later in the week to talk a little NFL. Um, I want to get your thoughts on something that Lee just sent me uh, when we get back from the break. Uh, He says, I think as fans and in the media, we deal with stories one at a time. Makes sense. And much of what's happened to the Gators can be explained away individually. Mullins players, it takes time to rebuild, etc. He said, but just for a second, if you go to a what he what he calls a an ugly bird's eye view. In 2022, Florida lost to each of its rivals, lost to first year coaches and Brian Kelly, lost to Kentucky at home and Vandy, got blown out by Oregon State in the bowl game, had a losing record. Missed on six of top seven targets to Miami. The one we got just got away because of NIL. Record-setting, awful defense. Made headlines with Kitna. Made more with Rashada. Had its number one corner target embarrass them during signing, only not even sign at all. Had returning starters opt out and transfer rather than buy in and play. Lost a starting O lineman to Power 5 school had its star quarterback and defensive tackle leave early for the draft, kicked its top defensive end off the team midseason, and doesn't seem to have a clear direction with the portal or NIL. I can't remember a more difficult or embarrassing time to be a Gator with less hope for the future. A lot to digest there, but when we get back from the break, if you have any thoughts about that, let me know. 1227, Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
2: The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN, 98.1 FM, at 850 AM,
3: WRUF. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been doing really, really good charitable work. It's a terrific local charity. It's in Polatka, and they've been helping at-risk young boys for quite some time now. They subsist and exist because of your donations of unwanted or just a vehicle that you don't want. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, a car, a truck, a boat, an RV, a motorcycle, just about anything, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax-deductible, and it goes a long way towards helping this really great cause. What happens is these at-risk young boys learn real-life skills by dealing with your vehicles because they fix them up if it needs to be fixed, and then they resell them. And if you want to know more about what the Road Haver Boys Ranch does, you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go online. That website is rbr.org. That's rbr.org. Well, you did it. You're an adult now, and you know you're an adult because this
0: is a commercial about saving money on your credit card balances, and that probably got you a little excited. Radiant Credit Union's Visa credit card has a super low introductory rate and no balance transfer fee, so now you can transfer your balances to Radiant, pay less interest, and clear that debt off faster. Pretty wild stuff, huh? Just wait until you start comparing fiber supplements. Visit radiantcu.org forward slash balance to apply today and let us help you define your
3: financial future. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles i purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see him in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40 plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency.
9: People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there, and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? It can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough, we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of enjoyment with that beach again. And the same thing happens with your knee or your shoulder or your hip or your back we want to backfill the problems that have happened to this point I'm not stopping the tide so I'm not stopping the arthritis but I want to get generations of enjoyment out of those joints again call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation learn more about how restorative biologic therapies can get you real and lasting joint pain relief call QC Kinetics three five
1: two four hundred forty five fifty that's three five two four hundred forty five fifty now with offices in Gainesville Ocala and the villages three
2: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF Weather Update
0: mostly sunny skies today and we'll have winds from the southwest that should help to warm temperatures up a little bit. Most spots getting into the lower 70s this afternoon. Tonight starting off mostly clear, turning partly cloudy. Areas of fog to start off our commute tomorrow morning with low temperatures near 50 tomorrow afternoon. Partly cloudy, highs in the mid 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
1: And now Dan Patrick Show.
10: Dan Patrick. <laughs> I
1: wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I can't give 100% of myself to my guys and fans. And then he follows by saying, I'm still hopeful we still have a chance. <laughs> Not exactly, you know, words of inspiration like, Glenn, did you hear what Lamar said? Let's go! The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here
2: on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
3: Thank you, Coach. Tomorrow, Gators and the Aggies will have it here live beginning at 6.30. Uh, before I get to Dee's call, I, I, I just want to mention uh, something that I guess had happened over the weekend, I, I think. Um, I've been in Gainesville for a very long time and once upon a time coached. And when I was also working in media uh, doing weekend sports at TV20, I had the opportunity to interact with Jesse Hurd. Coach, uh, was coaching at Buells at the time, started that program from scratch, apparently just celebrated his 90th birthday. Uh, He was so uh, good to me as a young kid coming up, chances to talk to him, and uh, I hope somebody can get this to him. Uh, Congratulations to him. Uh, he touched the lives of so many young people in this community, and uh, just just couldn't be happier to a better dude. So, Coach Hurd, uh, happy birthday! Let's get to uh, to D. Hi, D. Hey,
11: what's up, Steve? How you doing, man? Good. Uh, uh, great victory for my Cowboys last night, man. Finally, yeah, you uh, and
3: my producer Sean there. You're all in your glory yeah, here today. Yeah, you, okay. You
11: damn right. <laughs> we, we taking the criticism. <laughs> We take enough criticism, so we're going to enjoy this day. You should. So um, you
3: should.
11: Yes, I, will, I definitely will. Um, you know, last night, you know, Steve, um, I got a, as much as I, you know, Dak Prescott played a hell of a game last night. Uh, the, the offensive coordinator, I mean, his play calling, he had, he had Tampa Bay on the ropes all night. Um, you know, the, the running game, the, the passing game, and 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 what I've been screaming about for a couple of weeks now, is, is, you know, kind of using Dak's legs. Uh, you know, that naked bootleg on fourth down was a great play. Um, I think Dak scrambled the, the play he hit, Schultz, he scrambled the touchdown, he scrambled, and then he had a couple first-down runs. So, um, you know, his, using his leg, I mean, I don't want him running every every um, every down, but when it's necessary, man, you got to, in these playoffs, you, you got to use one of your best assets, and that's his legs. But uh, just an overall great performance. The defense, man. Uh, Michael Parsons, they couldn't block him last night. I mean, he was all over Brady. Um, The the secondary played well. So just an overall, you know, big-time performance on the road when all the pressure was on them. So um, you got to tip your hat to them.
3: You know, it's amazing to me what happens when the spotlight shines brightly, and that's in the postseason. I mean, look, coaches are certainly hired and fired based on what they do in the regular season, right? I mean, I think that's a that's a fair. But Kellen Moore is somebody I, I believe he's only in his thirties. He's very young. And I think people forget he was a quarterback. He played at Boise. And he's been talked about as a head coaching candidate at thirty three, thirty-four years old. And you know when you do he I think I agree. I think he called a great game last night and it really showed him what Dallas did offensively. 'Cause the week before they were or the game before they were terrible. So, you know, sometimes sometimes when you do things well under the bright lights, what you do well gets magnified and obviously vice versa. As well, I mentioned the Chargers offensive coordinator fired today and they scored thirty points. But I guess they didn't run the ball very much and that cost him his job.
11: Yeah, you know somebody was gonna fall on the sword for the Chargers, man. That was uh somebody was gonna take a hit. But I want to talk about Brady, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if I'm Tampa Bay, um, I think it was his last game at Tampa Bay. If I'm Tampa Bay, I, I say, Tom, thanks for the three years. You got us a Super Bowl. You resurrected the franchise. But, uh, you know, it's over now. Um, I think a lot of those guys got fat on the hog after they won the Super Bowl. Um, you, you, we talked about a couple weeks ago, you know, the Aryan situation, obviously his divorce, um, you know, injuries, injuries. Um, you know, it, it's like you said, man. Things change quickly in the NFL, man. You, you you're high one moment, then you rebuild in the next moment. So, and I, I looked at their list; they they got 27 free agents, man. They got a lot of dudes that's up for contract. So, I I just think it's time for Tampa to kind of you know start over, rebuild, and, and get a young quarterback in there, man. Because uh, I I just think that that run is is over.
3: Well, the other thing that sort of hangs on to that D is the future mm-hmm. of Kyle Trask. Right. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna let Brady go, then you expended the first pick in the second round to get that guy. Well, okay. If you're gonna, then do you turn the reins over to him? Do you go out and get, you know, because you mentioned all the free agents? Do you start? I don't want to say from scratch, but you know, it's not going to be with a veteran quarterback. I'm really in. Not only am I interested about Brady. But what are they going to do with Trask? If, if if he's not going to get an opportunity now, he may never get an he opportunity in Tampa. Yep, for sure. Be good, Steve. Appreciate you, D. Thank you. Uh, Tampa Mike says, time for Brady to step down. Just think, six points separates Florida from being undefeated in SEC play. Six best teams this year in the NFL are, are left and throw in Jacksonville and the Giants. Um, so all right he he also wanted he, he didn't mean Lamar Thomas he meant Lamar Thomas played for Buholtz, he played for the Miami Hurricanes I think he meant Lamar Jackson it's been interesting that he's not played and only he knows you know if he's really healthy or not but that's that's a little bit uh, interesting when it comes to that as well uh, all right for the first time today Uh, We have some calls we can take. My man Patrick always informs me of tennis. It's a good thing because I wouldn't know. I'm not a big tennis guy. But Ben Shelton, the Gator, won his first match at the Australian Open. And I think that is his first win in singles at a major tennis event. So congratulations, to him. Daryl says Brady should retire. Bucks do have wide receiver talent. What do you think about the Jaguars going to Kansas City? And with all this Rashada mess, do you think Florida goes after Walker Howard? <sighs> all let right, let's right, start, let's start with the three things you brought up. I don't know how many of those receivers are free agents. I mean, they do have talent when they're healthy. They had an inordinate amount of injuries this year. Uh, it'll be tough for the Jags in Kansas City. I think they're going to really lean on the run game. I mean, tr- Trevor Lawrence was terrific in, in in heading them back, but he's been a bit interception prone. And if Kansas City has a weakness, I think it's against the run, and Etienne had 100 yards rushing the other night. So I think to keep that high-powered offense off the field – you keep your offense if you're the Jaguars on it, uh, and then, you know, with, with Rashada and Walker Howard, I, I, I'm almost to the point where I don't care. It, it, it's been such a circus and such a fiasco, um, but if you're Billy Napier, you know, do, do you at least, you know, make a make a an inquiry into Walker Howard? Yeah, I think you do. If things don't work out, Box and Jim, hello.
12: Hey, Steve, well you just mentioned Rashad,
11: and that's what I was calling about. I read the Gainesville Sun this morning. I don't know how up-to-date the news is, but uh, I understand it's really not too late. There's a way for him to get in
5: to
13: the semester and then therefore be eligible for spring practice. What Do you know what the latest is on him?
3: Yeah, there is, there is a way. They can, I believe, defer um, some things for him to get in. Now, I don't know. Um, he would have to get some kind of exception. Uh, he could also enroll in the summer. Those are two things he could do. Uh, well,
14: you have
11: obviously you don't have much of an idea of what he's going to do. I mean, what is there? A hurting thing? No one in the next couple of hours.
3: No uh, one has any idea that I know of. Okay, I mean, except for him and his family, and maybe Florida, but that's it.
14: Okay, thank you, Steve.
3: Okay, thank you. Everybody wants to know about someone who's never played a down. that That's another thing about all of this, right? So, and first of all, we don't know, at least to my knowledge, we don't know if he is going to choose to enroll at Florida, okay? So, I don't know. It isn't like he can't do it. But he would have to wait, as I understand it. Okay? And the other thing is, if you believe what you hear, that was something to do with a botched NIL thing, is that going to be repaired? We don't know. And... You know, how much did whatever was promised, Gator Collective, Gator Guard, whatever, what does that have to do with it? Um, so, I don't know. People want to know. I want to know. You want to know. I get it. But we just don't know at this point. 1243, Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, fifty AM, WRUF.
2: Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF.
4: Good afternoon, I'm Nathaniel Wilson. Gators men's basketball will travel to College Station to take on Texas A&M tomorrow. The Aggies are currently sitting in second place in the SAC with a record of 12-5. and Florida's record is 10-7, and and they'll be looking to extend their current win streak to 4. Florida baseball will open the 2023 campaign as the preseason number 7 team in the country, as D1 Baseball released its first set of top 25 rankings this morning. Collegiate baseball ranked the Gators at number 2, while Perfect Game has them at number 8. In men's college basketball, Texas Tech is set to host number 21-ranked Baylor tonight. Coverage of the game begins here at 845. Tonight is a busy night for local high school hoops. In boys' basketball, Bell takes on St. Francis. And in girls, Fort White will play Columbia. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nathaniel Wilson.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
3: The good people at Southeast Car Agency want to invite you to come down and check out all the vehicles they have in stock at their place of business on Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. If you're looking for a new car, though, not the place to go. They don't have any. And in fact, over the last 40 years, they haven't had any. Because the Cousins family, from the minute they open their door, has always had the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, the best alternative you have to purchasing a new one. And their selection is great. I was just there the other day. Their lot is full and the selection is great. Their sales staff is there, never hard-selling you, but always there to answer any questions you may have, and they will arrange test drives of the vehicle so you can make sure you get the right vehicle and make the right purchase. If you want to go online and check them out first, that's easy to do too. Just go to uh, their website, and you can check them out, secars.com. That is the place to go. When you go see them in person... You know what to do. Make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue, so you can move again with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain? Excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics.
10: On the road, there's a thin line between safety and tragedy. Don't cross it. Give law enforcement, first responders, and service professionals the space needed to do their jobs. When you see flashing lights, move over a lane, or slow down 20 miles an hour below the posted speed limit. See lights? Move over, Florida. It's common sense, it's common courtesy, and it's the law. Brought to you by the Florida Department of
9: Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles at international diamond center it's not just a new year it's a new opportunity to bring you more choices more value more ways to celebrate your love so we've expanded our selection of exquisite hand-picked ethically sourced diamonds from a half carat to 20 carats all shapes all sizes all at our famous no middleman prices this year especially we know price matters and we're committed to delivering the best value every day we've also brought in even more exclusive designer jewelry new cutting-edge fashion forward rings earrings bands bracelets pendants things you can't find anywhere else. And of course, IDC is proud to offer a truly spectacular collection of luxury timepieces, including a stunning selection of pre-owned Rolexes. We have all the most popular models in stock with no wait list and no restrictions. Come to IDC in 2023 and let our non-commissioned experts help you celebrate those important milestones. We guarantee the best value, the highest quality, and the strongest warranties and guarantees in the jewelry industry. International Diamond Center, locations, hours, and more at shopidc.com.
2: Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
3: I had read Lee's ugly bird's eye view email of, uh, Florida football, some responses to it. Jim says the ugly bird's eye view certainly was factual, but it's always easier to be critical than correct in the long run. The same could have been written about FSU two years ago. Progress is slow. Patience is usually a virtue. Lucas says he disagrees with that email. He likes to follow recruiting. The 23 class has some players in it. 24 has some five stars and a borderline five-star linebacker and a top 200 running back. If you look at the guys we took on the portal, most of them are plug-and-play guys. I am, for one, excited about the future of Gator football. Let's get to Paul's phone call. Paul, hi.
14: Hey, Steve. You said a word, I think it was the last segment, and I, I think a lot of us are starting to feel it. It's like, don't care. You know, it's like, just tired of of what this process is becoming, but my question is, and we know there's 687 staff members, and as these kids are really, you know, they're they're not 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 only their measurables, but their families looked at. There's a lot of a lot of things go into the recruiting process, right? The kids are really kind of looked at with a with a fine tooth comb. I feel like Napier's made a, a, and I'm not trying to be critical of him. But I don't feel like there's a lot of Rashadas out there, kids that are just, like, bouncing off the walls, NIL here, max out money here. And at what point do you say, you know, these kids that are, you know, yeah, they're four- and five-star players, but nine times out of ten it's going to be aggravation. And, and 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 I question moving in on that maybe in, in, in the distraction that it's caused. I mean, if he ends up here, you know, all well and good, right? Everybody will forget it. But I, I I don't I just don't feel like there's that many kids that are pushing the NIL to a limit that's just you know it's it just makes makes you shake your head versus kids that are just trying to get what what you know if my son was being you know I would I would want him to get what was reasonable I don't know that you know we would go on some world tour uh, for every penny we could get but that and that's not critical of Rashada I'm just saying. Is only, am I wrong? Is there only a handful of these kids out there that are really maybe taking
3: it too far? Yeah, I, I think that's a fair statement from what we know. I mean, let me ask this question. Uh, nationally, can anybody think, the only other kid I can think of that is sort of like this is Carmonte McClain. You know, he's been sort of uh, sphinx-like in terms of what his decision is going to be. But I don't know how much of that is NIL related. I mean, I I was told, for example, with him that he was set to go to School X and he never showed up. And they, they contacted him and he said, oh, I'm going to Colorado. I'm going to visit out there. So Again, you know that that is that cool to do. I don't know, but that's that's one example.
14: Yeah, I, I think the shift in coaching is coming because I think if me and you were coaching over there, we would say, "Don't bother coming. We don't need you." But I think this uh, maybe a, a new era of coaches are going to need to be. Um, I don't know what the right word would be. Um, I, I guess just understanding that that, that this is going to be part of the process now.
3: It is We're going to be part of the process. There's no doubt. Unless, unless they, you know, somebody takes this by the horns and makes a set of rules that, you know, have some teeth in them and that'll be abided by, but if it continues like this, <laughs> forget it. Good luck. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate your call. Kevin, welcome to the show.
15: Hey, Steve. Haven't talked to you in a while, man. How you been?
3: I'm okay, Kevin. Thank you.
15: Okay, brother. I just want to wish you a happy new year, my friend. Same to you. Hey, uh, hey thank you, sir. You know, we talked about this on God when it was first, first come up about the NIL and how, you know, we thought it was a good thing that the players were going to get paid, and I I think this is just, to me, to me now, it's ruining college football and, and their other sports. I, I hate it. Because I mean, I love college football, and uh, I know, and here in Gainesville, because it's a college town, we don't have a pro team, and I just I hate it, and and I can't say it's any better than you I said it a few minutes ago. It is a circus, my friend.
3: Yep, and hopefully, you know, it. And I, I would say this: I'll bet you if you had Billy Napier sitting across from me. And you stuck a, you know, truth serum in him. He'd probably tell you this is no fun either. I mean, it's yeah. no fun for them either, right? No, it's because not. Because you, yeah. I mean, I never for, forget this part of it, right? I never thought yeah. I would see the day when a football staff would hire you know seven hundred and twenty people. Uh, that's just that's amazing insane. to me.
15: That is amazing.
3: Because because it makes you think, how in the heck did you get by without it before? Well, I guess they did, right? But because of all the the rules changes and because of all of this, I guess people feel it's necessary to do that. The only constant is change, and that's just how it is. Yeah.
15: Yes, sir. Well, you know what? Hopefully they can get this thing, you know, on a good path to where, everybody will feel good about it the players will feel good about it and we're not just you know kept in limbo of where this player's going where this player's signing this kid's transferring this kid's got another deal at this school it's just nuts man but uh hey dude you know i love your show you take care of yourself man and i'll I'll call you soon
3: all right kevin thank you for your call adam welcome to the show
5: hey steve thanks for the show man doing a great job yeah um first of all man hats off to the girls i uh my wife and i got a chance to go to the gymnastics meet friday night and against auburn and i'm talking about poetry in motion man uh gators got you know uh three tens that night and the girl suny lee the olympic uh gymnast from auburn she got a couple herself so just incredible crowd it was just amazing man and uh if Gator Nation needs to get up there and see them. I think they only got three more home games for this season. So
3: Yeah, they only have five home meets this year, and they've already had two of them. So, yeah, not, not many more home.
5: Not many more home, man. You got to get up there and see them girls. They are poetry in motion, that's for sure. Um, uh, past that, uh, hats off to uh, Sully and the, and the baseball team. Uh, come in number seven overall, um, opening the season. So, looking forward to them guys doing well. Um, the basketball team seems to turn a corner. Uh, saw him play against Missouri, and um, I, th- I think Golden and the guys are figuring out their rotation. You know. Yep. Uh, so you know, I try and be an optimist. You know, I mean, you, you had an emailer talking about the bird's eye view from you know fifty thousand feet, and this and that, and this and that, and the other. You know, this is UF. This is Gator Athletics, and we will always, always thrive maybe you know a, a program has difficulty here or there or whatever but we have athletic programs at the University of Florida that top top of the mountain baby so i i just that that's that's my opinion on that so moving on to uh moving on to football i don't know if anybody's paid attention to um, cuz that was your other 50,000 birds eye view of uh billy and the transfer portal we got a uh, damian george from alabama, alabama yeah Outside tackle, we got Micah Mazuka from Baylor, who was uh, second-rated only to I- Osiris Torrance, who was an All-American this past year as an inside-outside linebacker. Well, no, that's not the one that was that. Inside-outside linebacker from Baylor, uh, Deuce Burlock. Okay, yep, Mitchell. I, I got to have you. He, hey, these guys need to start paying attention to the good, not the bad. Get behind our programs. There's going to be – and guess what? The UAA flight was bound for Lafayette, Louisiana, yesterday to go talk to Mr. Walker Howard. That's news to the wise, baby. Go, go Gators.
3: All right. Thank you. Daryl, we'll wrap up the hour. What's up?
5: Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. He's he's absolutely right. How do
16: you, when you had the rank, you know, I know they do this all sports trope, and I was just thinking back what he was just saying there. This program at UF is 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 relevant, relevant in, like, most of their sports. You know, women's basketball is coming up. And that was one of the one, of Winker Link's you know in the program you know we look at golf tennis swimming all of it you know uh, softball just they they're, they're they 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 matter in each sport and that's not many universities can say that
3: the trouble you know. is the big ones <laughs> yeah the big ones struggled you know right. football okay. has struggled the last couple of years right. you know basketball right. right now today would not be in the nca tournament uh, the right. women are now 1-4 in in the league. You know, right. so the, the so-called major sports are struggling. Yeah. Uh, but certainly some of the bit. other ones are doing really well.
16: Yeah, I, we keep on, on this NIL thing. We keep saying the kids, and we keep calling their names. I think it's time now not to call the kids' name, like Rashada. Call, now you got to say the people that's in charge of him, his parents, uh, the handlers, or the Kermani McLean. It, the, the people that are handling these situations for these little 18-year-olds, it's, I don't think it's the kid, it's the, it's the people who's handling them got the greed in their mouth, their hands out, you know, what can I get, you know, for me. It's not the kid, I don't think. I think it's the handler.
3: That's partly true. I agree with that. Yeah, so. Okay.
16: All right, I appreciate it.
3: Yes, sir, Daryl, thank you. Top of the hour, Barry Melrose from ESPN will talk a little National Hockey League, Then we'll take more of your questions, calls, and comments in hour two. You're listening to Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
4: Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
6: So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else, and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it.
4: This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com.
1: Open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van and you're opening up more than doors. You're unlocking potential with 16 body types, thousands of ways to customize. A Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions as far as you want them to go. Now you could win your very own Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van customized by Gretsch RV by entering the Dan Patrick Show's Ultimate Fan Van Sweepstakes. To enter and get official rules, visit danpatrick.com for your chance to win. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve
2: Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98, one FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
3: Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. For this Tuesday, Sean Humphrey is producing it. Had a chance to talk to Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus in the first hour. Now, going to talk a little National Hockey League. Always a pleasure to bring Barry Melrose to the program. Of course, you see him all the time covering the NHL for ESPN. Barry, always good to have you. Let's start uh, the All-Star Weekend's coming up here in a couple of weeks. From the start of the season to now, let, let's let – Eastern Conference first. Is there a team that's doing better than what you anticipated them doing at the start of the season in the East?
12: I, I don't know. I think if you look at uh, the teams that are out there – They were, you know, Boston, uh, a lot of the teams, Florida is maybe one team we thought would be better than they they are, but they're playing good right now. Uh, You know, so uh, there's no just drastic team when you look at it and say, well, I thought this was going to be one of the best teams in the NHL at the start of the year, and that's not the case. So I I think it just shows parity. There's no bad teams uh, in the NHL. Anybody can beat anybody any given night. There's some great individual efforts, but I I, I really think that uh, not not really su- surprisable that where there is a, a team that we just thought was going to be great uh, and it was terrible or it was terrible and it's turned out great.
3: Same thing in the West?
12: Yeah, pretty much. I, I think we're seeing, uh, uh, you know, the abs, uh, you know, everyone picked the abs to win, but they no one thought that the injuries would be this bad and then, and there's a saying in hockey well everyone gets injuries and they do and you got to fight through them which every team has to try but uh, the abs just got decimated and uh, it seems like it's all their best players and they lost some guys after they won the uh, Stanley Cup so that was almost like a, a triple header with all the things that happened to the abs so and Calgary was a team that that uh, you know a Pacific team that we thought was going to be uh, a really good team and that's not really the case so far
3: you know, Barry, sometimes when a team comes into a league as an expansion team, you know, they, they can struggle for a while, but Seattle in the Pacific's doing great. Did you expect that?
12: Not this good. Anyone anyone who's sitting out there with a coffee in the morning or a beer at night <laughs> and they see the crack and with all those points, there's no way that they can say, Well, I thought that. I, I figured that was gonna happen. This is this is a <clears throat> Uh, this is a complete surprise. We, you know, we. I think everyone thought they'd be good because the people running the organization is good, and they made some good deals, getting older players, uh, you know, uh, that have really played well. But to be one of the best three or four teams in the NHL, to be good defensively, to be good offensively, uh, be disciplined, uh, buildings packed. It's just a, it's just a home run, you know, and uh, and to to have done it so fast and. They didn't get the uh, the magical deals at the end of the season uh, the way uh, Vegas did, <clears throat> but uh, he uh, they they right now they're they're great. So nobody nobody thought this team was going to be this good.
3: Tampa is good again, and of course we're a, a Lightning uh, affiliate here, Barry. What do you see with Tampa?
12: I, I'm a little bit of a surprise. I, I don't I, I don't know. If Everyone thought they'd be as good as they are. I, I like the way they play. You know, you got character, and you you add talent to character, and that that makes a team tough to beat. And that sort of has happened to uh, to uh, uh, Florida, uh, Tampa Bay. I mean, and uh, and they're just they're playing. They're they're looking great again. They're they're certainly not as dominant as they were like Boston, but they're still a team that that no one wants to play in the playoffs. I'll tell you, they got some. Good young players, uh, all the guys that were brought over in those trades that they had to move in order to make uh, cap space. But they are—they're uh, good. They're—they still got the great goaltender. They still got the one great defense. They got uh, Stam Coach, who we're all hoping gets to 500 right away. That'd be a great story. And uh, they got a lot of depth. So, uh, so yeah, they're still—they're still a dangerous team. There's no doubt about it.
3: Barry Melrose, our guest, covers the National Hockey League for ESPN. You know a couple of teams that have been down for a while, Barry, Buffalo and Detroit. At this point, they're over 500. It does the arrow continue to point up for them?
12: Yeah, because they've uh, uh, don't forget to get the picks that we're talking about. They had to be bad, Right. and, and they were bad. <laughs> they were bad a long time, and now they're reaping the benefits of, of being bad. And uh, they they they're good. <laughs> All those number one picks and number two picks. Uh, they're all defensemen, six foot five, six foot six. Uh, great drafts, uh, you know, good goaltending. So um, I, I think everyone knew they'd be good, but they're 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 starting to make that turn. They're starting to get dangerous. They're, those young guys are all scoring now. Uh, 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 they're just uh, they just got a lot of weapons because of the fact that they drafted high so long, and and you know they might. There's no guarantee they're not going to get high picks again this year they look they look good at times but uh they uh they those teams that uh like i said bad play bad for a couple of years are reaping the benefits and and will continue to reap the benefits until they can't pay the players anymore and they'll have to start all over again
3: who would be your m v p and coach of the year barry at the midway point here
12: uh, uh MVP, uh, um, I might go I might go with Boston. I might go with uh, um, um, the right winger for Boston. I'm okay, sorry. I'm, it's I'm, all right. I got a blank right now. It's okay. Uh, but uh, definitely the uh, coach would be uh, Montgomery. I, I think Montgomery went to Boston, and everybody uh, didn't know what was going to happen. They, they knew he, you know was a good coach in the, uh, some different NHL te- teams and uh, now has played very, very well in Boston. But I, uh, Montgomery is a good story and uh, fought a little bit of adversity uh, and uh, got things going and uh, and is uh, playing very well. But there, there's a lot of great teams out there and a lot of great players. So there's going to be a lot of tough uh, picks to choose for all the awards. There's no doubt about that.
3: Final question. Um, scoring seems to have gone up in the league in your view, Barry, where is the state of the league? Is hockey at a really good place?
12: Really good place. I, I love the games the way they are. You can turn on TV anytime, and uh, you're, you're going to watch a great game. You're going to watch, uh, you know, you, you, Sidney Crosby. You're going to watch o- Ovechkin on his way to, uh, you know, try and catch uh, uh, Wayne eventually. Uh, they've got great young players that we just talked about, young guys that are 18, 19 years old. Uh, so yeah, the NHL is in good shape, and, and uh buildings are full, and the excitement is there, and uh, people are talking about the game, and uh, so uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a good time to be in the NHL right now.
3: Okay, great stuff. Always appreciate you, Barry. Thank you for taking the time.
12: My pleasure, man. You take care.
3: Yep, thanks, Barry. Barry Melrose covering the National Hockey League for ESPN, and uh, you know I'm a Ranger fan. They they didn't start out real well, playing better of late. Um, if, If you've never seen a hockey game in person, even if you don't like the sport, I urge you one time get a ticket, go to Tampa, and go. Because it's the one sport that television doesn't do justice to. It just doesn't. I mean, the coverage on television is good, but it's hard to, we, when you go to a live event, you'll see what I mean. It just, it. T- television does a good job, but it doesn't do, seeing a game live in person does. It's really a good thing. Uh, all right, for the rest of the day, it's us, so keep the calls coming, 392-8255, and you can email Russell at wruf.com. Uh should Tom Brady retire? By the way, somebody uh, asked about Gator baseball uh, and asked my thoughts about uh, where they're ranked. They're ranked in just about every poll in the top ten. Matter of fact, I can't find a poll they're not. Uh, the problem, if if it's a problem, it's it's much like uh, it is in a lot of different sports. If you look at the top ten. There's a lot of teams in the SEC. I think Florida's ranked number eight or whatever it was. and I think they're the fourth best SEC team in that ranking. Now, you know, what's the difference between two and six or something? Not very much. But you get my point that, you know, Florida can be a really good team, but going through the gamut of, you know, the SEC uh, isn't always the easiest thing to do, but uh, softball very highly ranked as well. So uh, there's a lot to look forward to there. That's certainly the case, and uh, that's going to happen in just about one month's time. And Florida's going to play some different teams this year. Florida plays Cincinnati this year, and they don't venture very far from home. Uh, they don't go on the road a lot. Their 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 schedule. In the SEC, of course, they do, but if you look at, I think they go to they go to play USF, they'll play JU on the road, uh, and, of course, the FSUs, but other than that. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I got emails here to ask Barry questions, and I didn't see them. Um, so my apologies. I uh, didn't get a chance to ask that. Next time, though, when I have Barry on, if you could, when I announce it, and I try to do that before the guest comes on. Email me before that. So, you know, then I can I can have it and I can ask the question. Let's get to Chris on the phone. Hi, Chris.
12: Hey, Steve. How's it going today? Good. Duval. It's all I got to say is Duval. What a game, huh? What a game.
3: Yeah, it was. No, I mean, I, I, I can tell you I turned it off. I, I didn't think Jacksonville had a chance. So, prove me wrong
12: i didn't either hey steve one quick question um uh, you know when you look at major league baseball is getting ready to kick off spring training here real soon who do you think benefited the most out of all the trades in the winter time
3: oh boy um a couple of teams come to mind i mean i, I think selfishly i think the mets help themselves but here's the thing on This is on paper, right? Let me give you a perfect example. A Jacob deGrom. Texas was very uh, aggressive in free agency. Jacob deGrom, if he's healthy, I mean, is going to help Texas immensely. But is he healthy, right? How, is he going to be able to pitch? What's well, the same thing with Justin Verlander? He's 40. He's coming off. A great year, but I mean, Warren Spahn's the only guy I can think of who won twenty games at age forty-two, right? And Verlander's forty, so there's not many other people at that age that have done what a Warren Spahn or a Verlander have done. So you know, they come to mind. I think the Braves did okay as well. Phillies, I think you know. So there's there's a lot of a lot of the contending teams. I think they helped themselves.
12: So do I. It'll be interesting to see if the uh, Phillies can pull it out and do a repeat of what they did last year. It's going to be a hard one. Well, Steve, you have a great day. Take care, man. Yep,
3: thank you, Chris. Uh, James, hang on. I will get you right away. One fifteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
2: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
4: Good afternoon, I'm Nathaniel Wilson. Texas A&M is set to play host to the Florida Gators men's basketball team tomorrow night. The Aggies are 12-5 on the season and currently sit in second place in the SEC. 10-7 Florida is looking to pick up their fourth win in a row. In men's college basketball, Texas Tech is set to host number 21-ranked Baylor tonight. Coverage of the game begins here at 8.45. The Bears are looking to extend their win streak to three. There are a lot of local high school basketball teams who will see action tonight. For the boys, there are eight games, including Columbia versus Buchholz and Trenton versus Oak Hall. In girls basketball, there are also eight games, including Bradford versus Baldwin and Newberry versus Bronson. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nathaniel Wilson.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
4: Hal Lindsey said that a person can live 40
15: days without food Four days without water, but only one second without hope. The world can knock us down and suck the hope right out of us. Personal challenges, stress, loss, and pain, they're enough to make us spiral into despair and just want to give up. If that's how you feel, I get it. But when the Bible speaks of hope, it means a deep-rooted confidence in God's character, that we can trust Him to do what He says He will do. This living hope can be ours through faith in a resurrected Savior, Jesus Christ. Regardless of our circumstances, the hope we have in Jesus strengthens us today and gives us a firm foundation for tomorrow. This is Bryant Wright, hoping that you find real hope in Jesus, speaking Right From My Heart.
16: For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org.
9: At International Diamond Center, it's not just a new year. It's a new opportunity to bring you more choices, more value, more ways to celebrate your love. So we've expanded our selection of exquisite, hand-picked, ethically sourced diamonds from a half carat to 20 carats, all shapes, all sizes, all at our famous no-middleman prices. This year, especially, we know price matters, and we're committed to delivering the best value every day. We've also brought in even more exclusive designer jewelry: new cutting-edge fashion-forward rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, pendants, things you Can't find anywhere else. And of course, IDC is proud to offer a truly spectacular collection of luxury timepieces, including a stunning selection of pre owned Rolexes. We have all the most popular models in stock with no wait list and no restrictions. Come to IDC in 2023 and let our non commissioned experts help you celebrate those important milestones. We guarantee the best value, the highest quality, and the strongest warranties and guarantees in the jewelry industry. International Diamond Center. Locations, hours, and more at shopidc.com.
10: Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust? So much dust. And that floor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Eesh. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day.
0: And dust is gone.
10: Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. <sighs> Proud partner of the American Lung Association athlete activism to athletic
2: achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF.
3: Peyton says, Top of the Lightning, two minor league uh, teams: Jacksonville Icemen and the Orlando Solar Bears. If you want to go watch a little hockey, that's kind of cool. James, hello.
13: Jay, Steve. Yeah, that uh, that email just just uh, stole my thunder. But I wanted to uh, thank you for having Barry Melrose on. And uh, yeah, my family we try to get a Solar Bears game and a Iceman game, you know, a couple times a year. I gotta tell you, from a fan experience, they do a great job. It's affordable, family fun. Usually, a family of four could get in for under a hundred bucks. Um, last time I went to an Iceman's game, it was Bring Your Dog to the Rink night. <laughs> uh, they had some they had some dogs running on the rink in between periods. It really is something that uh, I think you know people in this area should check out. And you know, little known fact, the, uh, you know, the University of Florida has like. A club, a club hockey
3: team, team.
13: Yep. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, and they actually had a very successful weekend, uh, taking out uh, University of Georgia and um, I think uh, Florida State in a tournament. And uh, so, you know, it, it, I, I, I believe they practice up in Jacksonville. At I'll, I'll give a plug to this: um, the public arena, the ice skating arena in Jacksonville, it's called the Ice Palace, I believe. When we went to the hockey game, they gave free skating passes to go public skate at that place, and I guess it has a new owner. They have two rinks in there, a sports bar. They're putting a lot of money into it. So, yeah, go out and check out a hockey game and maybe get some skates on and go uh, you know, try it for yourself as well.
3: All right. Thanks for that, James. Appreciate your call. By the way, congratulations to Kayla DiCello and Leanne, Leanne Wong uh, from Gator Gymnastics uh, because DiCello is the SEC Specialist Gymnast of the Week. And Wong is the SEC gymnast of the week. She won the all-around against uh, Auburn with the nation's top total at this point, 39.825. So congratulations to them. Larry says, so what are the 720 people who populate the UF football staff doing? Gators apparently are lagging in the portal gains. There's the Rashada debacle. Nobody's reporting anything gives us hope. I've been an avid fan since 1960, but it's getting harder and harder. Give me some hope. Here's the hope. I think. Well, I'm going to be careful what I say here. I think we all think that in our younger days we were more patient. We, you know, had a better better approach when it came your team, and I love history, okay, in the 1970s, when I was a student, I was one of the hosts of Dial-A-Score, and people called in then and loudly complained about one Douglas Adair Dickey, so this is nothing new. The difference is back then Florida had won nothing. Nothing. Had not even won an SEC. Now good, bad, wrong, or right the expectation is different. And the patience level is different. Societally we are different. We are. And People are not given much time to do anything anymore. How it is. So, Larry, my friend, unfortunately, patience. And look what Tulane did. Look what TCU did. I'm not suggesting Florida will do that next year because it's harder in the SEC to do that, but it can be done. Stephen says... He thinks Tampa's troubles are more because of virtually no running game and not Brady. Brady was 18th in quarterback rating this year, just three spots behind Trevor Lawrence. BB says uh, Brady should retire. He looked a little off on his passes for a while, getting hit more. He doesn't like that he and Giselle broke up. Had a nice image of them both retired, growing old together. Sad for Gage getting hurt late. Yeah, that's that wasn't. That was pretty ugly. Expected more from Tampa. Should be interesting next weekend with the Cowboys against the Niners and their tough defense. They're a great story, 49ers. Uh, one of them was up with the kicker for Dallas. Yeah, at least he made the last one. But, boy, he's had a terrific year. You just don't know. You just don't know. It, 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 it gets in your head, and all of a sudden, things go awry. By the way, this is just out um, from uh, betonline.ag. Sean, I'm going to ask you this. Okay, Can you get on the mic? You know how to do that? Okay. Who do you think, going into next year, according to this, is the favorite to win the Heisman? The Heisman next year? Yep. And I'll give you a hint. And ain't Caleb Williams, who Man. I thought it would be. I'm not sure.
16: Is C.J. Strouds not coming nope. back? Nope. Bryce Young's not coming back. Nope.
9: And you just said it's not Caleb Williams.
3: Not. He's close. He's six to one. Drake May, Carolina. Really. Five to one. Believe it or not, FSU's Jordan Travis is after that. Ten to one. They're all quarterbacks: Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Sam Hartman. Twelve to one, and it drops from there. But that—that's surprising, Drake, because Carolina has been okay, been you know, like what six and six, seven and five, whatever they are. So, I mean, he may put up the numbers that would merit that, but if their record is seven and five, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, if that would work with that kind of record. Just wanted to throw that out there. Richard says, back in the summer, early fall, in the midst of the recruiting, I heard one of the players' agents say the Gator Collective was, to paraphrase, being run by a bunch of greenhorns who didn't know what they were doing. At the time, I just took it as hating on the Gators, but after the Rashada fiasco, I think maybe they knew something. That, that is the biggest um, mystery that's out there, right? Between the collective, the Gator Guard, uh, Gator Boosters, right? They all have a separate thing. That, in my opinion, is the great unknown. And we may never know what all that is. I will say this again. I mean, I, I have a great relationship with the collective in that you know we I get to talk to an athlete every week that most times I never get a chance to talk to. That's fun for me, really. I enjoy that. But and you can uh, there was an emailer yesterday, and I will paraphrase the email that was sent because there is a lot of unknown out there, but you can Google that, and it does show exactly what it does. So if there's any mystery there, I will let you know what that is, and you can see it for yourself. Because there's all kinds of fingers being pointed here. That, you know, Florida reneged on a deal. I will say this. I don't know Rashada's father from anybody else's father, but if you believe what you hear, he isn't helping his kid and that's that's just what i've been told so for whatever that's worth there you are 128 time check brought to you by hayes jewelry final half hour of the show still plenty of time to hear from you espn 981 fm eight fifty a.m wyuf
2: from the heart of campus and the college of journalism and communications on stadium road ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high-quality used vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast, 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Southeast Car Agency.
2: My partners had told me I should get my knee replaced. I was in my 40s, and I decided that I
9: wouldn't do that. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog, who found regenerative medicine years ago and became a believer. It changed my life around. It improved me to a point where I was able to jog again. That's when Dr. Herzog switched his focus from surgery to helping his patients with natural biologics. I've treated at least 5,000 patients. I believe your body has everything it needs to heal itself. Today, you'll find Dr. Herzog at QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine that can give lasting pain relief with no downtime, no drugs, and no surgery. I have patients coming up to me that I did 10 years ago saying, you know, Doc, my elbow's still working great. I'm playing tennis three days a week. Call QC Kinetics now to explore alternative ways to deal with your pain. It's a free consultation.
1: Call QC Kinetics, 352 400 Now with offices in
10: Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust?
6: So much dust.
10: And that poor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Eesh. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors, with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day.
0: And dust is gone.
10: Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. (sighs) Proud partner of the American Lung Association. U.F. Weather Center. Here is your W.R.U.F.
2: Weather Update.
0: Mostly sunny skies today and we'll have winds from the southwest that should help to warm temperatures up a little bit. Most spots getting into the lower 70s this afternoon. Tonight starting off mostly clear, turning partly cloudy. Areas of fog to start off our commute tomorrow morning with low temperatures near 50 tomorrow afternoon. Partly cloudy, highs in the mid 70s. From the U.F. Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
2: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Dan Orlovsky,
1: ESPN. Football analyst.
11: Right. How can you be 35 and 24 for 300? Two touchdowns, and there's nothing around you. You're not Bugs Bunny. You're not throwing the ball to yourself. Yeah, first of all, it's mathematically impossible to go 35 to 24 games. So, USD education
9: right there, it's 25 to 34. There we go. Yeah, uh. that's what I mean.
14: Key, Jay, and
2: Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
3: This is the voice of the Gators. Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Sean. Hopefully, he will join us Thursday after his broadcast of the Gator game tomorrow. Let's get the phone lines cranked up again. three nine two eight two five five. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, this is the email I got yesterday, and I got it very late uh, in the show. It was from Kurt, and he says, shocked about how much misinformation people keep repeating. They can Google the Gator Collective and in five minutes see who runs it, who's on the board, and that they're supposed to be separate from UF. A donor gave UF $13 million. He didn't give that money to the kid. The Collective supposedly canceled the deal with Rashada via a letter in early December. Tell people to do some research instead of reading Internet rumors and continue to repeat them nonstop. That's an emailer, not me. Uh, okay, quick couple of emails here. William, what's your opinion on the Gator versus Texas A&M game tomorrow night? Gators are really one of the only SEC teams that have played them close. a is a tough team to play because of their style of play. They kind of mug you. They, they kind of ugly you. And I don't mean that in a demeaning way at all. Buzz Williams has great athletes that get after you. And, William, I think the best thing I can tell you is what Mark Wise said here when he was here yesterday, and I agree 100%. Florida's got two games this week in A&M and Mississippi State in which if the, if they play the way that they have played, there's going to be not a lot of – the twine ain't going to be, ain't going to be uh, doing much. These should be defensive games in the 60s is what I think will happen. I think Florida will have to grind out wins in these games. And your goal, I'm sure they think they can win both, but realistically, split. You split on the road. I believe they've got South Carolina coming here. And I know you're going to tell me Carolina went to Rupp Arena and won. They did, but they have been... Blown out of some games, so we'll see. But I mean, you saw if you went to the game here, what A and M can do, and they did struggle early in the year because they were trying to just find their niche. But they have they they've, they've hit they've hit their stride. They're they're going to see a team that's very very confident and of course unbeaten in uh, SEC play. So. Uh, We will see what transpires with that. Uh, Let's see here. Where is my other couple of emails? Here we go. Jay, got an interesting email here. He says, Steve, it's good that we can talk football all season long, but at some point, don't we have to move on? The season was what it was, and now we just hope that either through the portal, recruiting, or otherwise, Florida gets back to at least respectability. Yes. Well said. If you keep looking backwards, you are going to see negative. Now, I can just hear you telling yourself what to look look forward to. I'm going to say this again. Did anybody think Tulane would be in a New Year's Day bowl? Anybody think TCU would play for a national championship? So, they I'm not suggesting Florida goes from 6 and 7 to that, but you get where I'm going. And it's a lot harder in this league. If Florida starts the season 0 and 1, and they could, going to Utah will have the motivation of losing here of you know, big expectations for them. Their quarterback is back. So if Florida starts out... poor, Florida has got to beat the Kentuckys, the Carolinas of the world. I think that's the next step you take. If if you're going to increase your win total, you can't lose to those teams. You've got to beat Missouri. You've got to beat South Carolina. You've got to beat Kentucky. If you lose to Georgia, okay. That's that's great. But right now, realistically, to make up the ground you're going to make, that is where you have to start. You've got to beat those teams. I don't know if you noticed this or not. Kentucky got a really good quarterback in the portal, and their former offensive coordinator has been rehired. Liam Cohen went from Kentucky to the Rams, he's leaving the Rams to go back to Kentucky. You would think Kentucky's offense would be a bit better. And even with Will Levis, who, much like Anthony Richardson, could be a 1st round NFL draft pick, the offense struggled. So it's going to be a really fun new year. Let's get a couple of calls here to wind up. That I got some emails, but uh, if you are just tuning in, we had a really uh, – Interesting email uh, that just said that being a football fan right now was very tough. It was Lee's ugly bird's eye view. Uh, I'll paraphrase for the if you're just tuning in now. He says in 2022, Florida lost each of its rivals, lost to first-year coaches in Brian Kelly, lost it to Kentucky at home and Vandy, blown out by Oregon State in the bowl game, losing record. Missed on six of the top seven targets to Miami. The one we got, got away because of NIL. Record-setting awful defense. Headlines with Kitna. More with Rashada. Its number one corner target embarrassed him during signing, only to not even sign at all. Returning starters opt out and transfer rather than buy in and play. Lost the starting O-line to a Power 5 school. Had a star quarterback and defensive tackle leave early for the draft. Kick its top defensive end off the team midseason and doesn't have seem to have a clear direction with the portal or NIL. He can't remember a more difficult or embarrassing time to be a Gator with less hope for the future. Yeah. You agree with that? If you do, let me know. If you don't, let me know. 392-8255, and you can email uh, russell at wruf.com. Uh, Phil emails. Uh, Steve, you mentioned some of the teams in the poll Uh, with D1 baseball, who are the SEC teams above Florida? LSU is one. Tennessee is two. Ole Miss is four. And Texas A&M is five. So, by that, Florida's the fifth best team in the SEC and they're ranked in the top ten. Oh, and by the way, Arkansas is eighth and Vanderbilt is 10th. So of the top 10, seven SEC schools in the top 10 of D1 baseball's poll. It's pretty interesting. If you go down the line here, at the rest of it, Alabama is ranked at number 20. South Carolina is ranked at number 23. What is interesting You know who's not ranked? Florida State. Not ranked. Miami is at number 22. So, again, new coach at Florida State and uh, maybe the rebuild there. But really interesting. And some of the other teams uh, that you don't really hear about a whole lot are in this poll East Carolina. At number 11, Maryland at number 13. And uh, a team that maybe people don't know a lot about but is good is TCU. They're ranked number 15. Uh, Pat emails. Has a similar question. Uh, He says, Steve, would it surprise you if the Gators didn't host a regional this year? Yes, it would. It would surprise me a great deal. Um, I think Florida's good enough to do that, and I don't. And, and granted, if you look at this, you know how difficult the SEC is going to be. But I think Florida will host a regional. The question is, you know, do they advance from there? That's going to be the big question. George. I'm glad I got in these emails because, boy, the phones were great. Oh, let me quickly do tomorrow. Uh, We're going to talk to a a Florida women's basketball player tomorrow. Thursday, Herm Edwards will be here to talk a little NFL. Uh, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus will also be here. Uh, And uh, Sean Kelly, we hope, will be here too. So that's going to be a really good uh, Thursday program that we will have for you here. And we hope you will join us for that. Uh, Anyway, George, oh my gosh, I'm going to faint. He actually has an NBA question. That's this, I'm being honest, that is the second NBA email I have gotten since the season started. That's how little the NBA matters here. And I'm not saying, you know, don't, I, I get, misquoted sometimes when I talk about something like that. I'm not saying if you're driving in your car and you're an NBA fan that you I'm saying people who have taken the time to either pick up a phone or email. I'm not saying you listening right now are not interested in the NBA. I am saying that he's the second person to actually ask about the NBA either via a phone call or An email. And his email says, I'm a big Magic fan, but have suffered because of how bad they have been for a long time. Do you see improvement? Yeah, I do. Improvement? They only had one way to go. They were pretty bad. So, yeah. Improvement? Yes. Uh, Are they going to be great? Now, off-seasons, you can do whatever, but I think it's going to be a while. But you could be a Knicks fan, like me. And they've been bad for a long time. So, and you know, I'm guilty of being just like some Gator fans are. Because back in the day, when they won two championships in, what, five years? You're thinking... Wow. They haven't won one since the 70s. Think of that. The New York Knicks, who play in the Mecca of the Garden, have not won an NBA championship since the 70s. That's frightening to think about. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN, one FM, fifty AM, WYUF.
2: Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
4: Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. In men's college basketball, Texas Tech is hosting the number 21 ranked Baylor Bears tonight. Tune in right here for live coverage of the game at 8.45. Tomorrow night, the Florida men's basketball team will take the floor in College Station to face the Texas A&M Aggies. The 10 and 7 Gators will be looking to pick up their fourth win in a row, all of which haven't been in conference play. The Aggies came to Gainesville and beat Golden's group two weeks ago, 66 63. Tomorrow, the Orange and Blue will eye revenge. There are a lot of local high school hoops tonight. For the boys, games include Columbia playing Buchholz and Trenton facing off with O'Call. For the girls, Bradford takes on Baldwin and Newberry plays Bronson. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss.
2: 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF
4: If you're a diabetic, we have
5: great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid or private insurance. If you test
9: and inject daily, you may qualify Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 513 1652 That's 800-513-1652. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Now that we have started a new year, think about ways you can help the environment. First, make the switch to green soaps and personal products, and green cleaning products for the sink and shower. Use towels made from materials like organic cotton. And finally, make the switch to LED lights, which can last for many years and use very little power. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing?
16: Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket, pushing a wet, heavy mop around, then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet. The faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors.
2: The Gators are
13: here. There's the cop. it with the right hand. Powered Goes out quarter right. Three on the way. Right. Shoots off the glass and in. out of the plane.
14: This is Gator Country. Goes for the dunk.
13: Blocked from behind by Fudge. Angle right three. Bang! That'll do it. A W for the Gators. This is Florida basketball on the Gators Sports Network.
2: We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Coming up at four, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio
3: app. Thought I would end today. We can certainly take some calls, and we will. Uh, CBS uh, Sports.com always updates its mock NFL draft, and you're going to see that change, you know, 75 times uh, between now and the draft. But the current number one pick in the draft, the Colts, by the way, have it: Will Levis. How about that over Bryce Young? That now does Levis have the build and all of that and again bryce young the knock on him is going to be his height but yeah will levis is number one right now byron hello hey, hey
7: steve steve uh you know I, first of all i want to congratulate the basketball team again and it's uh, somebody was talking about it. we focus we got the they they 10 and 7 and it, it could be on the run steve I hope we support that basketball team. It's basketball season, too, Steve, but also baseball coming up. So, yeah, football season is gone, but Gold Gators and basketball. And, Steve, you know, it. it I hate to say it, Steve, we, we come from the 70s. And my son and I was talking. I think everybody hates this stuff, NIL. I don't know how the heck it happened, but I told him, like we said, I, don't blame us and, and the fans. Oh, you, Steve. Whatever happened, but we got to start trying to – Adjust and and I'll say this to Gator fans: the Jaguars, my team, d- didn't seem to know how to run in the NFL. But 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 I hate to say, you guys know what's happening. And when the Jaguars figured it out, they're starting to win. So the Gators gonna do it. And Steve, last but not least, that N- uh, NBA call text got me the call. I-, I think the Magic are doing better this year, and I'm I, I have some hope at, at Golden Magic. Thanks, Steve. Go Gators.
3: Byron, thank you. Let me continue with the mock draft. Pick 13, New York Jets. This mock draft has the Jets taking Anthony Richardson. I almost dropped my teeth. Not because of AR, but you just took a young quarterback. If you take him here, then you've got to jettison the other guy. And who would be your starter? The Jets have oh my God, they have a championship defense. If they and again, this is nothing against him. It could be Sean Humphrey, Steve Russell, there. Okay. But as a young player that Just it just doesn't fit. Also in the draft, Osiris Torrance is a first rounder going to Seattle. And I've said this before, despite the season Florida had, they are going to have, barring something crazy, two first round draft choices. Pretty amazing. And Alabama, for the down season that it had, by their standard, okay, will have the second pick in the draft. Will Anderson is in this draft. So that's, let's see, that's 2-3 in the draft. And if you go further down the list, there are more Alabama players in it. Georgia surprisingly has a bunch I'm kidding about the surprisingly has a bunch as well. Georgia uh, Brian Branch is Alabama's third in the first round and uh, I think they have one more. Gibbs, the running back. I want you to know about Georgia and the job that Kirby Smart has done there. Like it, hate it, if you're a Gator fan you have to acknowledge it. Okay. Think of all the picks that Georgia lost last year in the first round. Okay. And this is going to change in this CBSSports.com mock draft. Jalen Carter, pick four to the Bears. Okay. Then at uh, pick 14, Broderick Jones, their offensive tackle. Then. Pick 16, Keeley Ringo, the defensive back, going to the commanders. That's three. Okay? Then you look down, Nolan Smith, pick 23. That's four. And Darnell Washington, their excellent tight end, five. They would have in this draft, if it holds, five players taken in the first round. That's ridiculous. Given all the talent they have lost, and they are still in, and again, it's going to change too, but they're going to be preseason number one in just about every poll. That That is a stockpiling of talent. That's good coaching. Just is. Don't forget... The uh, transfer portal window closes tomorrow. Just whatever that's worth. Baseball Hall of Fame. That's coming up. The voting is coming up pretty soon. And it's going to be interesting to see how this vote is going to come up and who is going to get in. Because there are some interesting names that are going to be coming up in future drafts. Carlos Beltran, Scott Rowland, Andrew Jones. Guys that have been sort of on the fringe might get in. We'll see. Uh, okay, I have two more emails, and thankfully will be the end of the show because I got no more. You know, just hear me talk, and I don't think you want to do that. But I'll get to what I can here. Uh, Larry says, back in the day, I love the Varheil dial-a-score. Heil had a dealership here, car dealership. Yes. You suggested we need to be patient. He says, hell, I'm 78 years old. Don't have that much time left to be patient. I, I hear you. Favorite Gator athlete is Kendra Falby on the softball team. Can you get her on the program? Maybe. Um, that's kind of a crapshoot sometimes. Todd says, played A&M to the last shot. While a an aggressive, man-style defense, I'd imagine there's a way to get Florida to attack, initiate contact, draw fouls, get to the line, have their key players sit with foul trouble. We can't just go along and let them dictate style. So what do you think is the best way to use AM's aggression against them on the road? It's harder, generally speaking, Todd, be more aggressive on the road. It just is. And it's hard because AM style is aggressive. So, how do you, you know, combat that? They're, I'm telling you, it's easy to say this, but I think you've got to match their physicality. If you don't match their physicality, and Mississippi State's too, you're in for a long day. And I think Florida. Did that? You know they they handled themselves pretty well against that. It isn't like AM and blew them out of the water. They didn't. But now you have to do it on the road, and a team that's you know playing really really well. So we'll see. And then um, BB said, "Where did the email or find the information on the collective? All you had to. It wasn't about you. you don't have the Rashada thing in there." Um, it's not going to be on the website, but you can find out what if you Google it what the collective does and all the information about it. It does not have the the information he was sharing about Rashada was his sharing it, not that it was on their uh, website. Uh, and the final email of the day belongs to Kent. <clears throat> he says. Uh, any chance to have an interview with the new president? I love when you had Dr. Fox on. Will you have the same relationship you had with him? Well, first of all, it's funny. This is really interesting. A Kent emailed, and of course, Dr. Fox's first name is Kent. It isn't him, but Dr. Fox is a great dude. I think did a lot for this university, and he was always kind to come up and sit right over here and come on at the start of every school year, and usually at the start of every semester. So always appreciative of that. Um, But, yeah, I hope that – I think the new president comes here February 7th or 8th, and uh, I hope we'll get to have him here and get his thoughts on athletics and things of that nature. But that won't be uh, at least until sometime next month because he doesn't begin his presidency uh, until – February the 7th. But we will endeavor to do our very best to get him here. Today, our thanks to Barry Melrose, talking hockey from ESPN. Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, talking a little college football tomorrow. We will talk with one of the members of the Florida Women's Basketball team. And then Thursday, Herm Edwards here, voice of the gator Sean Kelly here, and Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus will also be here and we're working on some other guests as well. Thanks to Sean Humphrey for for producing today. We thank you for listening, although you maybe talked too much the last half hour of the show, but that's okay. We'll do it again tomorrow. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. See you tomorrow.
2: 1CG Gainesville from
3: the Spurrier's
2: Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM,
3: WRUF.
2: South. It's always college football season and the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents The Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today.
1: And I have strong advice for coaches everywhere in today's college football.